0: right. uh, What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Social Distancing Podcast. Um, If you don't remember from last week, my name is Sharpie. And uh, again, joined by Dustin and Alex. Today, we got actually got our first guest, which I didn't think we'd get until like five episodes in, but whatever. Uh, we got Nicole. Do you want to just say something quickly about yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Nicole. I'm 22 years old. I recently graduated with a theology degree. And I guess now I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life.
0: Um, and you're going to be doing the scriptured thoughts, right?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Um, well, today, um, I've decided to, like, look at a topic around changing your perspective on life. Um, so I'm calling this devotion, seeing the invisible over the visible. Um, and I think, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this is a really cool season that we're in uh because I believe that God is really drawing us to change our perspective on I guess like the materialistic world that we live in and also kind of like looking at faith and God and how God fits into all this stuff that's going on right now um and I really think that God is illuminating the reality that um that the physical world that we live in um isn't everything that there's more to life than just what we face every single day Um, and that in fact there's actually an eternal being who is working in creation and is working right now um, in the midst of just this craziness that's happening Um, and I think that naturally as human beings we get stuck into just focusing on the temporary things of like our natural environment and we allow these things to take a place in our life and make decisions in all the actions that we make. Um, And so right now, I feel like there's this overwhelming sense of this fear of loss, there's this fear of losing jobs, fear of losing security in our finances, or the freedom of like um, having the ability to go outside and go to the shops and making plans for our year, like there's this freedom that's lost. And yet, even in this fear, God, I feel is calling us as people to look further and beyond this, to see the bigger picture and what he's actually doing behind the scenes. Um, And something that really impacted me this week is I came across um, the passage in 2 Kings chapter six, where it talks about the story of Elisha and his servants. And in the story, the two of them, they're camped outside of the city and they are sleeping there overnight. And the next morning, the servant wakes up and on his walk, he sees in front of him, there's this massive army that is coming towards him and Elisha. And so he runs back to Elisha and he explains what he saw and Elisha, he comforts him and he says, don't be afraid. There's more with us than there are with them and he prays with his servant and he says, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then God opens the servant's eyes and there he sees in the supernatural, the horses and the chariots are set on fire. And with this passage, I don't know about you guys, but it felt like this whole coronavirus just happened overnight, that one minute Mm. it was a thing in China (laughs) and then the next minute it spreaded all across the world. Um, and it was just crazy because like at the time I was out in America and I went out there and it was kind of like a meme, it was a joke that this thing was going on and within the first week I found out that like the US had closed their borders and no one could come into the country and I was freaking out thinking oh my gosh am I going to be able to come back Um, and eventually did um, come back after my holiday But I was just overwhelmed with just this feeling of like, oh great, this means that my plans for the future are gonna change. It means that things that I had set up for this year um, probably won't happen because of this coronavirus that's happened. And I just felt kind of like another knockback that I've come out of university, it's been nine months and I've made these plans and it just feels like I'm stuck. And like, there's nothing that I can do. And kind of in this situation where Elisha and his servant in what can seem like in the natural, they're stuck. It's two of them and there's this massive army. Yet God opens their eyes and he shows them that God is actually working. That in fact, even in the midst of like, what seems like a huge disaster, and a huge issue for them, God has actually already defeated this battle for them and mm. right now with all this stuff going on it feels like there's a lot of issues and problems that are coming up and it feels like naturally we have to take action and make a decision and how we're going to tackle this by ourselves and Maybe we're thinking already of like, all right, I need a plan B, I need a plan C, I need a plan D in life of like, what I've got to do next. And God is actually instead warning wanting us to see things in a different perspective of what he's actually doing behind the scene of what seems like the chaos and um, the issue that's in front of us. And so with that, like, would you guys like to add on anything?
2: Yeah, I, I mean it's super deep. I love it. I think it's good. Straight out the gate, the language you're using is is good, um, and I think the word you use that that is kind of I don't know resonated with me was kind of that et- eternal perspective, you know. And it's something me and my wife a little bit have been talking about. We've been talking a lot about kind of where's God and all this and and seeing not, not like, you know, like victim mentality of God, you left us, but more like in something you said as well is mm, God, is he in work in this somewhere, you know, like is, is he, and one of the things my, uh, Karis has been saying, my wife, for anybody listening who doesn't know, her name is Karis. And uh, she has been saying like this word, started, she started saying it yesterday and she heard it this morning. Somebody mentioned it was like almost as if like God is hitting the reset button, you know? Mm. Almost as if like everything, everything we've ever known. I think, the I think what you said, like,
3: I'm a true believer. I don't know if you, I think you guys would be as well as everything happens for a reason. I think. When it comes to this whole pandemic of coronavirus, like the one positive I can take out of the world, like doesn't it? It's a reset button, and I just realize how much cleaner, how much pollution is actually being taken out of the world right now, just due to so many people being indoors and so many people are being so cautious around what they're doing like the ozone layer is starting to get much cleaner for the first time in like 30 years like i think you know i i'm not trying to justify like the earth getting cleaner so therefore the deaths are justified yeah, i yeah, think yeah. it's just more than anything like if it takes like this much measures to actually almost save the planet for almost like another generation sort of thing i think mm-hmm. we have to take that into consideration like you know i, I think with this like how how would god clean up his creation without actually making some drastic measures as well everything happens for a reason i think if we're saving the planet i think it's you know let god do what he does you know i think yeah yeah,
2: it's just a small point but yeah it's what i believe yeah no I, i definitely believe like you do that god is thanos basically He snapped his finger and brought Kuro. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Um, wow. No, in some weird way. In some weird way, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was the thing with Thanos. And for anybody who watched, you know, the um, Avengers, Infinity War, Infinity, um, whatever the last one was. Um, But that was the whole thing is he's this antagonist that he's trying to help in the long run. And he's trying to wipe out half the population of the world um you know for existence going forward and it's just interesting as you bring up that point and you're not you're not the first one i've heard mention that you know is right away is is the positive and and it, i guess is that not life you know there's a time for life there's a time for death there's a time for you know for joy there's a time for for grieving and you know, anyways i don't know just any thoughts sharpie what do you think um
0: just kind of going off what alex was saying just about now like but taking it to a younger generational point um i saw this thing on like i'm just gonna say social media because i can't remember what it was but it was um this really inspirational thing about how kids aren't gonna remember this as being the global pandemic that let, kept them locked inside that risked their lives they're gonna remember this as the time where their mother and father came home and where they have actually got to spend time with them and Yeah, just like completely hitting it off another bench, like you got like technology. Um, Like I went into my mum's school the other day just to help out and like there was this time and there was like this um, like register for kids that are allowed iPads on their playtime and not only is like, you know, it's a good idea because like they set like a limit time of when they're on it, but you know, it's just mad how you know kids these days it's just so used these technologies they're so inbound to each other they like, never have that time to have like have that time with the, the parents that we did so like with this global pandemic I really do you know like Alex said like everything happening for a reason like, with this pandemics like again snapping the fingers and saying right just rebuild all your connections rebuild your relationships like I really do believe like any family rivalries that have happened in this pandemic have been healed because like yeah. everyone has needed each other during this, like whether it's people going out for shopping, people who are vulnerable. Like I've got a friend who only has one lung, and me and my mum have been doing the shopping for him uh, for a while. Like, and he like he lives down the road, so like, um, it's just really bringing everyone together rather than just yeah. staring at a screen all the time. All, all, obviously we all we can do these days is stare at a screen, but yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it also, like, um, puts into perspective as well of like, I feel like right now it's changing, I guess, our minds to go back to God. Um, I think sometimes we can get distracted and think that we can take life in our own hands. And sometimes it takes like a crisis like this, where we go back to God and realise like, we can't do everything by ourselves, that we actually need God. Um, And right now where there's a lot of stuff that's up in the air where we don't know where things are going it's trusting in god and that's not a bad place to be to trust in god because it means that um we're surrendering our lives to god and we're giving god everything which we should do because we get life in that
0: so um for everyone that's just in quarantine it's been like what the first week coming up to the second week now of well, quarantine.
3: Well, it was
2: the week yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's coming to the start of the second week. Wait, what's today? Is today Tuesday oh it's Tuesday. today's Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday today. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Monday.
0: So <laughs> it's just anyways. It's just started the second week of uh yeah. the quarantine. So just in case anyone's getting really bored, Dustin's got some quarantine tips for how to keep you entertained. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's not even entertained, it's more of just survival. Surviving <laughs> quarantine right so these might be practical so maybe next week sharpie will look at some some entertaining ways but these are just yeah i guess some ways to kind of uh help from day to day because i felt like last week people were still kind of celebrating being off school and things like that but this week i was talking to some people uh yesterday quite a bit of, uh, of young people and, and it's different they're they're bored heavily bored and uh, morale is low. So I, I just, just a few thoughts. So the first one I would say is, um, and, and a couple of these, um, I did see a video that somebody made that um, that some of the tips were, were good. So I used two out of the three. Um, but the first one I would say is make a schedule, you know, and I know for, for some young people, it's not something you'd want to do, but I think there's a lot of benefits to this is making a schedule, you know, I think even planning your gaming time, and and it'll make sense with this, planning your gaming time, your social media time, and your eating, because those are gonna be the three things you consume the most. And the the problem is, I feel like even in the second week, we've overdone it, probably with that, and it's lost its appeal. Because when you're in school and you're out doing stuff and you're, you know, football or dancing and stuff like that, you, you know, there's other things that occupy your time, then you don't get to, you know, go on social media maybe as much as you'd want to. Uh, game as much as you want to, um, and eat as much as you want to. But being at home, the problem with the constant eating, if you don't schedule that out is that you're gonna eat your parents out of out of you know a refrigerator in a pantry. You know, it, it's just something that can break it up, and you can put some other stuff in your schedule. I'm just thinking, uh, obviously, your schedule needs to have more than just those three things, but I'm just saying make sure you put those three things specifically. Um, the second thing I'd say is exercise. Um, and this is a good one. This is something I remember Alex had, had talked about over the last few years was about like with mental health and your well-being, and we all would need this these days. Um, and there's tons of workouts online, on YouTube. It doesn't have to be live. I know at 9 a.m. they do one. My, my, my wife and, and uh, my kids were doing it at, at 9 a.m. Um, the more energy you use up and it helps you sleep better at night And then you get up full of energy and start your day again. So I would say exercise, exercise, exercise. Um, And the last thing I would say, the third one is stay connected, Um, connected with the right people. I think um, I would say two things that has really helped me out a lot is actually having phone calls and conference calls like these visual things now. I think it helps to hear someone's voice. And I think it's helped to be able to see people, like see your guys' faces now. Um, for those who, who are listening, you know, we're on a, we're on Zoom, we're on a conference call. I can see Nicole, Alex, and Sharpie. Um, and it just does. For me, it's, it's mentally, emotionally, it just helps with that connection and that contact. See you guys reacting in real time. I can see Alex moving his head in agreement. You know, all those little things we take for granted actually play a part. And I think the phone calls, and I was talking to a um, to one of the youth last night on the phone. And I thought, you know, we're working on this project. She's just going to be a guest on here. And um, it just was much better rather than a text, you know, a, a te- I think there's a time and a place for a text and a message. But I think in these times, I think phone calls. So I would encourage people make phone calls. Um, but anyways, just to recap on those three, schedule your day, you know, plan it out. Second one, exercise, um, use up that energy because it pays you back with good energy um and the third thing is stay connected you know make phone calls and um do conference
0: calls alex have you got any good news course oh, so there's always
3: good news in the world as long as you dig for it um <laughs> so in this pandemic time last week we had a quite a long talk about the nhs and how thankful we are for them uh obviously hashtag clap for our carers um, so Deliveroo came out and announced they were giving 500,000 free meals to NHS workers, which I found pretty awesome. awesome um, yeah. and this one I found really inspiring: a 101-year-old Holocaust survivor and a Spanish flu survivor has beaten COVID-19 as well. So I thought that was actually super so cool to hear. Like, he's been through so really much cool. and he's uh successfully beaten COVID-19, so there is hope for. Uh, us young people, adults—if a man can survive all that, we can do it as well. Keep healthy, and we can get through it. And then I watched this video the other day. Um, an Australian man took out $10,000 out of his bank account, and he handed out $100 bills to people who were standing in line at the unemployment office in Australia. That's which I awesome. Thought, you know, just $10. like I thought that was pretty awesome, just to see, like you know. He oh. had the money and he knew he had the opportunity and he just gave all of it, all of that $10,000 away to wrap people in line at the unemployment office. I just thought that was really inspiring. Mm. Um, That's good. It's so nice to see like there is hope in the world and there's people like like Sharpie said earlier, there's, there's people uniting at the moment. There's actually people helping out each other. So there is good news in the world. We just got to find it. And when we do find it, it gives us hope. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, that's episode two of Social Distancing Podcast. Um, If you found anything that we said, like Nicole with her spoken word, or um, with Dustin with his tips, share them, you know, just keep spreading the word. And like me and Alex were saying earlier on, just about connecting with people, just hearing someone's voice can really support. Um, If you do like um, the podcast, give us a follow on Spotify. And if you haven't listened already to episode one, go and listen to episode one, which is our little pilot that went really well. Um, so yeah, that's just me. Um, me and Dustin are going to be, me and Dustin and Alex are going to be here every week. Um, hopefully with a new guest. Um, Nicole might come back. I don't know. How did you feel? How did you feel about today? Nicole?
1: Yeah, it was good. I'd definitely come back.
0: All right. sounds yes. So, um, see
2: you next week.